Chase is alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was away somewhere, and today is his birthday. And we are back with another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at camp is the drunk uncle, Kenton Mullins. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. We're back like Slim Shady. I guess that's what kind of we're back. What was that song? I in a set of twin babies. Yeah. In the Mercedes Benz with the windows up when the temp goes up in the mid-80s. Oh, mid-80s. Yeah, what was that song off the uh, the Marshall Mathers LP? I'm back. Yeah, hold on, I've got to run. I've got to run it through my. Sorry, dog, but I've been crazy. There's no way that you can't say this nowadays. Everybody, nowadays everybody wants. Oh, oh, you're not talking about that song, are you? I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the always delicious fucking Folgers, which I'm all jacked up on caffeine right now. And 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 actually, it's not just plain Folgers. We're talking about fucking Colombian roast. Colombian I'm running. Uh, I'm running Dr Pepper and Buffalo Wing Cheese. It's over here. So oh, fuck. That sounds delish. Fucking it is, but it is not good for the cholesterol. No, no. I uh, I had to I had to rock something different because Colombian roast was on sale, and I'm a cheap ass. And also because I'm living life in the fast lane since I'm almost fully recovered from my fall into the shit ravine and landing on the deer carcass. Yeah, Fast Lane, another good Eminem and Royce the Five Nine song. Oh fuck, man! It's been a it's been a rough couple of weeks. It sucks when you get into your late thirties and shit starts to hurt more. And like nowadays, if I drink like thirty Keystone Lights, I wake up feeling like I fell into a shit ditch and I have a massive fucking headache. If I drink thirty Keystone Lights, I'm planning for a fucking funeral. Oh man! Well, you know, and I'm only thirty three. I'll be 38 in March, man, but I'll tell you what, sometimes I feel like I'm fucking 98 after all them fucking stones, man. I'll tell you, they're starting to take a toll when you get older. And, I mean, I only drank the 30 of them because I was in pain from falling in the shit ravine. I mean, shit. What, yeah, everything starts going do? south at 31. At 31, like, the left side of my dick started hurting. Yeah. And, uh... what the, why is that? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand that, you know? And 31. Like every, and, and like anything that like gets close to your ball sack, you like go into a fucking panic. Yeah. And it doesn't ever, your balls don't ever uh, do the retract thing either. No. Anymore after that. Weird. They just stay in a state of like, they just stay in that state of it's uh, 112 degrees outside with 90% humidity. Unless you go to the doctor's office. Unless, yeah. Then they, then they just disappear up into your intestines. Right. Yeah. I, I I don't understand why. I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. They say it sucks getting old, and I'm I'm fucking starting to feel it. But I mean, I remember in the late '90s and early 2000s when I would drink an entire fucking case of Keystone Light, and then I'd wake up at 8 a.m. to go to class the next day and have to walk like two miles across campus in the boiling fucking heat, and I'd feel like a million bucks. I would. I used to sit down a fifth of Jack Daniels and then make it outside at five in the morning for PT. Yeah, to go on a, on a three mile run like a boss. Yeah, would not even think twice about it. Nope. If I drink two nope. shots of Jack Daniels now at nine thirty on a Saturday night, I I might leave the hospital on Tuesday. Oh, I it sucks. I know, I know. But and on like I said, on top of all that, the left side of my dick is hurt. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. I <laughs> I, I don't understand why. Mine's the right side, but I'm right handed. That makes sense. I'm see. I'm ambidextrous. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe next year both sides are going to hurt, or yeah, maybe you, that forty. Maybe you got so. the clap. Uh. Well. Yeah. But that doesn't have anything to do with the. This is more of a of a of a a deep tissue throbbing pain than it is like a surface level uh, blister pain. Does is that it like sense? when you get hit in the dick playing dodgeball? Is it like that kind of pain? Yeah. 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 Like somebody teed off on your fucking nutsack pain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it goes all the way up into my into my into my belly button. Yeah. And yeah, it's not constant, you know, it's just a few times a day. I'll be like uh, you know, buying a buying a, a nutter butter 
at, at, at a gas station and I'll reach over to hand them 17 cents and, and then the left side of my dick will start hurting. But, but it, it's, like a, it's like a tick. It's like a little yeah, tick. Like a little and yeah. then it goes away. And it's yep. just like, it's almost like my body has a natural keep you on your toes alarm system. Like, hey, you awake, bitch? All right, you're good. That's kind of like, like what mine is. It's like a it's like a dick twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we'll call it, the dick twitch. And it just, you know, it really kind of, now that I'm thinking about it, it just kind of keeps me alert. And I'm glad that it's there. Yeah. I wish that had been there in my 20s. I wouldn't have missed a lot of shit, you know. It keeps yeah. me well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I would have wanted it in my 20s more because that would have probably meant more trips to the doctor that I already weren't looking forward to because I would have thought that I had some other STD. Yeah, that's you what, know? but the thing about that is I was at least every three or four months, I had my pants down in front of a doctor anyway. Yeah. So like, whatever. <laughs> I get Right. I mean, I guess it, it would have been one of those things where the doctor's like, well, what is it this time? Oh, the dick twitch? Oh, yeah, that's nothing. That's just, yeah, that's just, just you. That's, again, that's what they called anxiety in 2001 was dick twitch. Dick twitch? Yeah. <laughs> Before we found out it was a, more of a brain thing. Right. We yeah. didn't even know. The anxiety had not been coined at that time. We thought anxiety in the, in the not, not a lot of people remember that. In the late 90s, early 2000s, everybody thought that uh, anxiety started in the, in the dickhead. Yeah. That's where they thought it started at. So That's what I remember anyway. So I'm just going to go with that. Fuck it. Thank God for technology, you know, and how far we, how it's good that we've came as far as we have. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Now you can just take pills for everything. It's fucking great. Or you can smoke pot. I mean, yeah, not in Kentucky because we, we just, it just became illegal for, for us to drink alcohol, but everybody else, yeah, everybody else can smoke. Well, yeah. But nowadays if you got the dick twitch, you just put some CBD oil on it and it goes away in like a minute. Yeah. That's bullshit though. You know, I tried, I've got anxiety uh, and, 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 and the VA put me on, what was that shit called? Uh, Lexapro. And uh, it just turned me into like the walking dead. Like if I wasn't asleep, I wasn't never really awake. I was just kind of present. Yeah. So I started trying other things and I tried CBD oil and I took unhealthy amounts of CBD oil. And I think that's snake, that's snake oil. That's all that is. Uh, it didn't do shit. Didn't do shit for me at all. I've I don't never know. Used have, you tried, have you tried it? No, no. I yeah. just, if I have dick twitch or I feel a little uh, little anxious, I just crack open a Keystone Light or I just pour me a fucking shot of liquor and I just fucking self-medicate. Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah, like a real man. Like a real fucking, like a, like a real fucking uh, mountain man would do. You just got to fucking wad all those feelings up and all those, and all that anxiety. You got to wad it all up and all those bad memories or whatever it is. And you just got to shove them real deep down into your gut. And like, yep. you know. Like Bill Burr says, it's going to try to come up, but you got to push that yeah. right back down with alcohol or, or booze or, yep. or or whatever. That's the or way. Mary, or Mary Joanna, you can use that too. Yeah, that's the way you're supposed to handle that. That's the way God intended. Exactly. So you know that that's <laughs> that's the answer, if you will. So don't yeah, talk so to nobody about it. Don't don't talk to anybody about it because they'll think you're a fucking loser. <laughs> just do just use drugs and alcohol. Shove it down. Shove it deep and, and down. Compact it down there and just, just keep it to yourself because nobody wants to hear about your fucking bullshit. Just keep hiding it. That's right. <laughs> so, all right, enough about that. So, lots of lots of fucking shout-outs. I mean, the Camp Blood Radio world has been booming the last fucking couple weeks, and I want to thank all you fucking awesome listeners, loyal listeners out there, those of you that have been reaching out with your suggestions and comments and concerns and this, that, and the third, we love you guys. Uh, thanks for helping us out and growing the show. We appreciate it. And uh, let's see, I don't even know where the fuck to start. It's such a big list of shout outs. Of course, Brian, Brian Emin Bader uh, slash Emin Heiser, AKA. Oh yeah. That's, that's one of our number ones. Right uh, there. He, he's our top fan. He's our, he's our sidekick. He's our unofficial fucking shirt model. He's Mascot. our, He's the mascot of fucking Camp Blood Radio. I mean, I, I don't know. This guy's like the fucking jack of all trades. He's like Tim, the fucking tool man, Taylor. He fucking the does jack everything. jack off of all trades. The jack off of fucking all trades. Brian, Brian Bader, <laughs> you little, little lemon Bader. So, yeah, his plethora of post tagging us in the last couple of weeks, especially this week, everything for him standing out in front of the new local dollar general they're building in his neck of the woods in new jersey wearing his beautiful fucking camp blood radio hoodie 
to the CM Christmas sweater for all you fucking chronic masturbators out there. I mean, he's just, he's been all over the map with the post and we appreciate it. And it doesn't surprise me that you're getting a local dollar general. You probably already have three or four of them next to you anyway, but I understand that this one is right on your way home from work, buddy. So I'm glad to know that you can stop at our favorite store and pick up some Folgers and maybe a, a tombstone or my new favorite. That's right. I have, I think I have a new favorite frozen pizza and that's red Baron pepperoni. It's fucking and, delicious. And, and you can also, they don't have any name brand toys there. I've got kids. So we're always in the toy section. They always have like, it's like uh, GI Joseph. GI <laughs> Muhammad. GI Joey. Like it, that's the most fucking brand. common name in the world. Read a fucking book. Why don't you? They don't have Barbies. They've got Barbara's like the, there's, it's always those really hollow toys that are really thin casted. You know what I'm talking right. about? Where you could like push your fingers through them. They uh, just like, it's like a piece of glass. It just fucking shatters. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of toys dollar general has. So fucking you can get Folgers, you can get Folgers and a GI Joseph. Yeah. You can get, you can get other things too, but I understand this is a special DG. So I, I, uh, we, we, we salute dollar general for making your life more convenient there. there South Jersey, Jason. So uh, Brian also brought to my attention that there's a special Friday fan out there that has a birthday coming up and Brian is putting together actually a video, which I actually did submit some video wishing this uh, young man a happy birthday along with some other Friday the 13th alumni and his name is Noah. And so we just wanted to on the show um, wish Noah a big happy birthday from myself and of course the drunk uncle. We hope you yeah. enjoy your, your special day. Uh, happy birthday. So we would sing you the happy birthday song, but I think everyone knows how big of a bunch of dildos we already are. So we don't need to embarrass ourselves with our lousy singing voices. No, so no. nobody I'm, I'm wants to hear singer, that. But I'm not going to, I'm not one to show off, you know, I uh, mean, listen to my voice. Do you think I can fucking sing? Uh, no, you so, actually have a very, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, Nathan, but you have a very sultry, uh, kind of, kind of, uh, Sam Elliott-ish, uh, at, at maybe 30, 37, 38 years old voice. You got a, you got a good radio voice. Oh, I, you know, I like that Sam Elliott ish. That is a compliment. Yeah, I'd imagine at like 70, you're going to have a pretty sweet voice. You think so? Yeah. It's a shame your dick isn't going to work. No, no. I, I already got the tick going now. So I, <laughs> in another 30 plus years, that shit's, I might as well just have it removed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be serving me any fucking purpose at that point. So. Yeah, no, I, I I could like be a radio DJ for one of them, um, like light rock, um, late night radio hosts. You know? Yeah, that could be yeah, and I just sound like uh, like Larry the Cable Guy. So I don't <laughs> like you sound like someone from Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. And uh, here's what uh, a lot of the people that listen probably don't know that aren't from Kentucky anyway. My accent uh, isn't even that bad. Like in comparison to other people from here, I don't know enough people for comparison purposes. I'll take your word for it. Well, I took, uh, you know, I was away for 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 a good amount of years uh, in other states, and uh, in that time, a lot of my accent kind of got washed off, kind of got washed away. Uh, so yeah, this is after uh, it's went through a cha- uh, like a period of of of. of getting washed off. So can you can imagine what it was like in say 2007. Oh, and I'm that's sure what most people sound like down here. I'm sure uh, I'll take your word on that. So we also have a shout out for Axel Friesinger. We do. I'm getting to that in a minute. Don't be getting okay, ahead of me okay, now. Okay. Cause I'm going to fucking forget. You just watch it there little boy. Okay. 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 All right. So we will just leave the happy birthday at that. Like I said, nobody wants to fucking hear us sing. <clears throat> so also shout out to our good friend, James Amaral, who has been busy as shit over at Slasher Graphics. Several of you have purchased hoodies. Several have purchased shirts. There's also some that's uh, purchases that have been made that I don't know who the people are, so I can't really give them a shout out. But a few of you I want to give a, a thank you to. Uh, let's see. At uh, HorrorDaddy85 on Instagram, he tagged us in a post and he was wearing his Camp Blood Radio hoodie and holding a Mrs. Voorhees head. Yeah, also, I saw that. Yeah, also while, while wearing a Never Hike Alone ghost hockey mask. So I'm not sure who he is exactly, but shout out to at HorrorDaddy85 on IG. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. It was a pretty awesome picture. Um, I've already shared it to the show page, so some of you probably already seen it and know what we're talking about. Also, 
Jason Baker. Uh, I'll call him master cosplayer, Jason Baker. He's got some great Friday the 13th costumes. He's got some great um, a, a variety of costumes. He does a uh, Michael Myers. He, he had an awesome Hobo Myers. Um, he had a, an awesome uh, Asylum Myers. Uh, I've seen him in Batman. I've seen him in all kinds of shit. Yeah, his costumes um, are legit. Yeah, and he does pretty much all the work himself. I mean, obviously, he doesn't make hoods and shit like that, but, I mean, just the weathering and some costume um, tips. Uh, SD Costume Guy, he's on YouTube. He's got a great YouTube channel with do-it-yourself tips and all that, and I actually just talked to Jason a couple days ago, and I said, hey, we need to bring you on the show because he's in, he's active in a lot of groups, and he helps out a lot of people, and I want to bring him on here so we can talk some shit, and he said absolutely. So, uh, very new. Yep. Uh, super nice guy. So in the very near future, he will be joining us and we'll be talking about costuming and probably Folgers and Dollar General as usual. So stay tuned for that. But he posted on Instagram and on Facebook. He bought a show hoodie and he uh, posted a picture with his bad grandpa latex mask, which was fucking hilarious. Uh, grandpa knows best. So appreciate you, Jason Baker. We'll look forward to having you on the show real soon. And also, Jason McCullough posted on Facebook wearing a show shirt, and he was actually holding a drunk Uncle Bader rag. Never so, been so proud. Never been so lot. fucking proud. When I seen that goddamn picture, I was like, "That that guy, that guy gets us. He does." Yeah, yeah. But that I think Bader that's rag. What I said uh, when you sent me a screenshot in text messaging, I said, "Hold on, I'll just read it." <laughs> All right, go ahead. So, anyways, uh, Jason McCullough. He the only the only thing is that fucking rag has a lot of a lot of a lot of sessions left on it. That one's it's got a lot of life left on it. You don't you don't get rid of that one until it stands up on its own, buddy. So I, I, right. I, I thought that I thought we had a conversation, but all I said was this guy fucking gets it. Yeah, that's right. No, I don't think we had a conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that our listeners, you know, they're keeping their pops clean. They are Very keeping important. stress, keeping your stress levels down, getting that released in there, so you can be productive in your lives and not be a bunch of fucking assholes. Keep the keep yourself uh, in tune. Uh, they get it. So, yes, he gets it, and we appreciate the uh, the pictures. We'll get those posted up too. Also, Russ Hewitt posted on Facebook wearing his shirt. Uh, that was actually just. Um, he was the most recent one, I believe. So big thanks to all you guys and anybody else out there. Like I said, send the pictures in. We'll make a dedicated post. We'll share it around to different groups uh, as a thank you. A lot of shirt sales lately. We also have some shirt models coming up um, in the in the very, very near future. So maybe as early as next week, if not the week after that. So we've got a, a handful of them coming up. Um, so, yeah, keep on the uh, the Facebook or the Instagram for those pictures, those will all be posted real soon too. And uh, just a, a big thanks to you guys. Like I said, um, we, we appreciate all the support and the show's growing at a pretty fast rate. Also, <clears throat> the show, for those of you who have been asking me about Spotify, the show is officially on Spotify. I submitted that last week. It got accepted. And I don't need to fucking post a link because if you've got fucking fingers or you can fucking say, hey, Google on your goddamn cell phone, just look it up. It's pretty simple to find. Uh, but yeah, I'd had some people that were on me about Spotify. I finally made that happen. And I also finally made YouTube happen. We are officially on YouTube camp blood radio. As of right now, there is nothing on the channel. We don't have any followers, but I'm going to start posting episodes. Um, there really won't be much to them. It'll just be another Avenue to listen to them, but we're going to, we're going to look into some avenues, the drunk uncle and I, as far as kind of, uh, being able to record live. So maybe something like a Google Hangout and then be able to post to YouTube that way. Then, of course, we'll post the audio to iTunes and some of the other avenues that some of you already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that. Also, uh, we're going to be we're going to be bringing some of the fans on for some of you guys that do support us um, and that we're going to have you on show show uh, our thanks back. We're going to bring fans on and you guys can talk shit with us. Talk to us about whatever you want. Talk shit about uh, us talk shit about us because we do all the time because we know we're all those obviously so yeah just some some different things coming up that we can kind of like i said bring you guys let you guys be a little bit more involved and you can talk to us about whatever you want or talk about us with us either way either way so anyways um any other shout outs that you've got oh yes axel before i forget uh like i said i got the uh 
the adrenaline rush from my fucking Colombian Folgers here. So let's see, Mr. Axel. Yes, Axel, I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm going to attempt it. It's either Friesinger, Friesinger, something like that. So he um, he wrote in about purchasing a shirt. He's located in Germany. And for those of you who are overseas uh, or wherever you're listening at that's outside the United States, there is um, there is shipping available. And I did check with James and James said, absolutely. Uh, Germany's not a problem. So feel free to place your orders because there is international shipping. So he writes in and I'm just going to read his message here. I binged all the episodes, some even twice, and you guys fucking rock it. Most of the time I'm listening when I am on my bi-weekly five-hour road trip from the town where I live to my second home. So he's a baller. He's got two homes, so I'm jealous. Uh, also, no, not, not really because I don't like to mow grass, so one's enough for me. But uh, anyways, and there have been episodes and moments when I had to stop my car because I was laughing so hard. So hopefully you were not on the Autobahn when you were doing that because that could have been dangerous. Uh, he goes on to say, I am still not 100% sure what I like the most. Is it the general Friday content or, and here's, here's what we, we just get a kick out of here. Is it you guys talking about Kane Hodder's dick riders, shit ditches, or ding dongs dangling around in a hospital gown with a laughing emoji? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, please keep it up and keep doing the show. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Horns up and all the best from Germany. Oh, in Germany, you know, I spent some time in Germany. Fucking beautiful place. Beautiful people. Uh, And it's a shame, you know, they've got that that little scar uh, on their record there. Uh, What is it? I think the Holocaust. But um, (laughs) you killed six million people and then that's all anybody remembers you by. You know, (laughs) fucking ridiculous. People um, don't forget. People don't forget. Remember that. (laughs) <laughs> but that being said, I did spend some time in Germany. Germany is a fucking gorgeous country, and the people are amazing. And, you know, obviously, they weren't in the 40s, but I, I, all I can speak of is current, current day, and Germany is fucking gorgeous, and the people there are, are, are great. They're beautiful, friendly people. I can't say enough good things about uh, 2000s Germany. I mean, I love German chocolate cake. It's like my favorite cake. Uh, I don't know if I've ever had. Yeah, I have. That's the really, really dark cake, isn't it? It's chocolate with like coconut ice cream. It's fucking simple and it's delicious. Oh, it sounds good. It sounds good. I like German beer. And I, I can't pronounce any of them off the top of my head, but I like them. And, and you know, I'm on Axel's Facebook here. And this guy, uh, I sound really creepy right now, don't I? Uh, this guy, this guy's living uh, living his best life, man. This guy's got a cool life, it looks like. I, I mean, he's got two Facebook houses. Friends. I'm not Facebook friends with him, so you know, I, I'm and I'm not going uh, doing a deep dive or anything. I'm not getting creepy. I just wanted to see who we're talking about here. And uh, this guy, this guy has a cool life. I don't, he has I don't two know houses, he and his name is Axel. That's a fucking baller right there. This guy's a fucking rock star, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and and he had to pull over in traffic because he was laughing at us. So right there makes him fucking cool in our book. Actually, I think this dude might be a uh, a, a car racer. I'm not kidding you. Uh, he's got he's got pictures of him in like a race car, like a F1. Is that what they're called? Those F1 cars? Could be. There's all kinds of that. Yeah, this guy this guy's got a cool life, man. Thanks, Axel. We appreciate it, dude. Absolutely, man. Uh, appreciate you listening. Hopefully, James can get a shirt out to you. Send us a picture. We'll definitely uh, show Germany some love. <clears throat> like I said, I love I love a lot of things that are German. And they say Germany has the best women, and I don't know if that's true. Maybe you can let us know about that. But I think Joe Rogan was talking about that the other day, about the women in Germany, something about them. So I've never and been I remember, there. You know, whenever I was in high school, we had this German exchange student named Jens, and, and all the girls wanted to fuck Jens. Uh, Shocker. And, uh, yeah. Jens was a cool dude, though. So I get it. I get it. Lens, Jens is still a cool dude. Uh, he stayed in America, but, uh, yeah. So yeah. Good thanks um, from Germany. Good thanks from Germany. Not all bad. Absolutely. You know what? I, I don't have a problem. I'm, I'm over the Holocaust. I'm over it. I'll come visit. I would love to visit Germany. <laughs> Are you over it, Nathan? I'm, I'm, I'm over the Holocaust. I, I mean, I can visit there and not have, and not want to kill everyone. I'm fine with it. So, uh, yeah. So maybe someday I will visit, but also see, they say German food's good too, but there's this like dedicated German restaurant that I, I used to live by and I'd drive by there every day and it always smelled really funny. 
I'm like, I'm going to go in there and, and like, you know, maybe eat. I don't know. I'm just going to go in there. So I walk in the door and this was like 15 years ago. Right. So this was in the early 2000s. <clears throat> so I pull up in the parking lot and I'm driving a, I was driving a 2003 uh, Cobra Mustang and uh, I had a brand new and it was all decked out. And um, I pull in the parking lot and there's like a bunch of Beamers and like a bunch of, you know, foreign fucking cars. And then there's like my, my car. And I'm like, I don't know if I don't, I don't think I'm going to fit in with this place. So I'm by myself. I walk in the door and everyone fucking looks at me immediately. Like you're the kid that farted in class. You know, that look. Yeah. Did you have on your, uh, your, your spocky ass hair and your, I did. Yeah. I had, I had, uh, I did not have frosted tips, but I had the hair was on spike. It it was on spike, you know, like I, I, well, like I'm wearing it right now. Yeah. yeah. And I had on a, I probably had on a famous stars and straps shirt because I used to be obsessed with famous stars and straps. And I, I had every shirt that they even put out for like a three year span. I'm not joking. I had like 90 of them shirts and I still have them in my closet. So I was probably wearing one of those and probably a pair of like J's. And I remember walking through the door and everybody looked at me like I was the, like I said, like I was the kid that farted in the quiet classroom. Yeah. Cause and you I, look like fucking Paul wall. Yeah Paul, yeah, Paul Wall walking in the door, literally. And <laughs> Famous cars and straps. I yeah. didn't even know a lot of people were allowed to wear that shit. It's yeah, I mean Travis Barker is the like the head of the company. Come on. Oh, was he? Yeah, Google it. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. I even, I even have wow. I even have the the F the badge of honor tattooed on me, on a half sleeve. I shit you not, based off of one of their T-shirt designs. That's how obsessed I was with Famous Stars and Straps at that time. You know, this looks like a super, this is actually a very white people brand of clothing. Right. That's what I'm saying. So anyways, I I take a gander across the crowd and it's a bunch of ladies in there smoking cigars. It's like a oh, bunch of old fat ladies. Beautiful. Like with the, like with the, 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 the tall hair that's gray and like the sixties glasses with like the pearl beads that hang, you know, that they hang around to keep their glasses from falling off. Absolutely. That like wouldn't ring off. Yeah. Like the horn rimmed glasses and they're smoking these big old fucking cigars. And it's, it's probably like 75% of the, the crowd in there is these old ladies. So I don't know if it was like the old lady afternoon day in there. And I just, uh, I just turned around and walked away. I just did like a Michael Jackson turnaround and I kind of like moonwalked out the door. Yeah. You, you missed a good opportunity for a good story there. You really did. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it was really weird. It was a really strange situation. And I mean, I've been stared at a lot in my life for obvious reasons, but this time it just seemed like it was not fair. Uh, I'm trying to think of a situation where I was, so the only time I was ever in a situation, like I'll let you finish and then I'll tell you. So anyways, I did not eat there. So I had did not experience this delicious German food because I felt like they didn't want me there. What kind of food is it? Like what? what I don't really know. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a bunch of like Polish sausages and sauerkraut probably. Oh God damn. That sounds amazing. Okay. Here we go. Traditional German food consists of sauerbraten, which is roast beef stew. Siobhan Axe, which is uh, pork knuckle <laughs> around Ooh. here. Pork knuckle is something completely different. You know what I'm saying? Oh, anything with knuckle in it, I'm eating it. <laughs> I'm eating it. You got a, a render roulade, which is beef roll. <laughs> oh. All right. So, yeah, they probably have all those things on the menu. But it, it just it smelled really weird in there on top of the odor of cigars because literally there was like 70 of them on fire in the place. And it was just a cloud of smoke. So I just that's like the one time in my life where, where I just really felt not wanted. Like I need to leave. So I did well, my little Michael Jackson move. This food looks fucking awesome. Well, and I did go back one. I did end up going back a short time later. One, some of my friends, I do have, I have like three friends in my life and two of them were like, Hey, we're going to, we're at the German restaurant by your house. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I walk in the door and there's no old ladies, but I had already eaten and I was like really full. So I just drank a bunch of German beer and it was oh, really good. Yeah. Oh Yeah. And that's how I know that I like German beer because I got I got a little sideways in there. Bro, so, Germans make potato pancakes, which is like the best of 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 lunch and breakfast in one thing. So it's like a pancake made out of potatoes. Like you like French fries? Yes, I do. Do you like pancakes? Absolutely. How about some fucking potato pancakes? God damn, this looks phenomenal. 
Yeah, I'd try it. Well, I'm going to take you there someday. So on me, treats on me. We're going to. Okay. But we can't smoke cigars in there now because you can't fucking smoke it anywhere now because fucking everybody's offended. Everybody's a pussy. Cigarette smoke. Fucking pussy. Oh, my lungs. I don't want to get cancer. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> oh, well. So we'll go there. We just won't be able to smoke cigars with old ladies. So treats on, treats on me. So. Okay. All right. It's still so, there. Um, it's still there. Yes. What's the name of this place? I don't remember the name of it. Probably it, got it, like 48 fucking vowels. Oh, yeah. It's the it's something like the Hofbrau House or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're going to check it out. But Yeah, we're going to check it out one of these days. I know it's still open because I just drove by it not too long ago. And I just, like I said, I, I got PTSD from the first time that I was in there. And I, I haven't been able to bring myself to go back and order off the menu. So I'll use you as my emotional support, uh, as my service person. Your so emotional support there. dog, D-A-W-G. My, my emotional <laughs> support human. So I can go in there and you can comfort me while I place my order and maybe comfort me from having flashbacks of my first experience. Okay. Okay. I'm down because I w- I'm going to lean into any situation that that is that is just draped in old ladies smoking cigars because that's yeah. always going to end up in a good story. So, well, yeah, but I mean, in the early two thousands, you could do that. You can't do that now. So that's true. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not going to be the same. But either way, we're going to get to eat delicious German food and get drunk on delicious German beer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. So shout out to Axel. Shout out to Axel. Uh, absolutely. Also, uh, Russ Hewitt was pondering and we were just talking about this the other day so we're gonna we're gonna answer his question because it involves a drunk uncle so russ russ was pondering on the old book of faces about the dixon flannel shirts that we were talking about that i received for christmas the camp crystal lake special edition now i really didn't know what these flannels cost but apparently they're around like 60 dollars so i seen russ he made a facebook post inquiring if if these dixon company flannels are worth the $60. So I I chimed in and I said, I don't know. I just have one and I don't own any other flannel shirts like Kent Mullins, the hipster does to be able to compare to the Dixon. So I don't know if a dollar general flannel is comparable to the $60 flannel or if a Carhartt flannel or whoever else makes flannel shirts. So I figured you could weigh in and answer his question. If the Dixon company flannels are worth $60. Okay, so I, I don't own a Dixon. First off, you know, to, in order to answer this question accurately, I'm going to have to pull up the Dixon uh, company. What's the name of their website? Uh, just Google Dixon. I think two X's. You did it. You did it before we were Dixon talking about. Dixon found it. Yeah. So what it yeah. looks like here. So <clears throat> Dollar General. They are super quality. I'm going to tell you right now, they're super quality. I, I remember having flannels back in the 80s uh, when my mom used to dress me probably, and I didn't know any better, and flannels were probably cool. Um, I, I probably haven't worn one since then until this one. So God damn, I, man, every time you get me to pull this website up, I, I consider like you get a closing, closing the camp blood radio podcast thing here and just going on an ordering spree. And they're super high quality. I will say that even though I have nothing to compare it to, I can just, you can tell when something's fucking quality. So since I'm telling you that they're high quality, even though I don't really know compared to, you know, I'm sure, you know, Carhartt's high quality. So yeah. So the difference easily, is, like with with Dollar General flannel, and I don't even know if Dollar General has flannel. Uh, I'd say they do. They've got everything else. Uh, but so you're either going to get with Dollar General flannel, you're either going to get that really thick, hot, itchy shit. So that's that's the trade off for it being cheap is that it's itchy, right? It's like it's like a, it's got built in bed bugs in it, right? Okay, that's the trade off. Are you going to get uh, really thin, shitty, uh, like almost like cheap nylon like esque material so what i'm assuming this dixon now i've got some good quality flannels none of them are dixon and this is probably a perfect mixture of those two worlds you don't have bed bugs on one end but it's also not cheap and flimsy on the other that's what this looks like do you it looks own, like, like a, a carhartt flannel or a carhartt yeah i've got i've got a whole bunch of carhartt stuff i'm from kentucky okay. they required it uh on, so uh, what on do they Earth. cost what does one of those cost that's a carhartt flannel or yeah. a dixon no, like a Carhartt uh, flannel, because I know what Carhartt see. quality is. Let's see here. You're from fucking Kentucky, and you wear flannel shirts like a hipster. Yeah, but most of the flannel that I've got, I've gotten either for my birthday or for Christmas. That's what, like, everybody gets each other for Christmas and birthdays here. You get so, socks and fucking flannel shirts and New Balance. 
here we go. So a good Carhartt flannel, a good one is about 50 bucks. That's what okay. you're looking at, between 50 and 60 bucks, which actually is what you're going to spend on a Dixon too. Right. But so here's it's the same thing. price as a, as a Carhartt. All right. So there you go. Very comparable in prices. But here's what I'm going to say, Russ, is that you're not going to get the dope-ass patterns that Dixon has. Like the murder no, you not. at Camp Crystal Lake when they have their Nightmare on Elm Street one that's green, black, and red. You're not going to get those awesome fucking color patterns. So you're you're pretty much you're paying for quality, yes. But I'm just going to, I guess, assume that you're paying for the, the cool color patterns and the quality. Yeah, like a Carhartt flannel is meant you're it's meant to have to be paired with like a Budweiser or a Natty Light. A Dixon flannel is meant to be paired with a vape pen and an and an IPA. Yeah. Or if you want to save the seven fifty on the IPA, just go out and collect some rainwater and then get a stick out of your yard with a pine cone and let it sit on the counter for about an hour. And now you've got yourself a cheap IPA for free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's organic. Yeah. So gluten free. Matter of fact, we might just make our own IPAs here at Camp Blood Radio. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna collect some rainwater and I'm gonna get some some fresh pine cones from the shit ravine behind my house. And I do have a bunch of pine trees. And we're gonna we're gonna ferment it with 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 vodka, some flavored vodka, and then we're gonna bottle it. And then we'll start selling it to you guys. So it'll Camp be Camp Blood IPA. Yeah, it's Camp gonna be Camp Blood Radio IPA. You guess the flavor. God damn, man, they've got this. It's called a Gold Crest Insulated Windbreaker Jacket that I, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to order one of these. This thing is nice. Oh, yeah. They, all their shit's nice. So yeah, shout this. out to Dixon Flannel Company again. It'd be awesome if they could, uh, pre- if they could uh, sponsor us. Or do a Camp Blood Radio edition because I know I would buy one. I guarantee Brian Emenheiser would buy one. And everybody that I just mentioned would buy one for sure. So... It's up to you, Dixon Flannel. It's your call. So who are these sponsors? The uh, the ball is children of a lost generation fueled by all things fast. Yeah. The ball ball is in their court. That's all I'm going to say. So. All right. So uh, we got a couple other things that we could talk about, but now I'll save those for next week. A couple of you messaged in some questions that you wanted us to address, but. We've kind of rambled on a little bit here, as we always do, which, oh, well, it's what we do. And fun facts, because we have not checked in on the Camp Blood Radio Takes Over the World map. So we're going to we're going to check in with uh, some new listens. And I can officially announce that we have registered listens from Ecuador. Ecuador. What up, Ecuador? The hometown, the home country of Lorena Bobbitt. The infamous dick destroyer. Oh, Lorena Bobbitt's from Ecuador. She is. She is. <laughs> the famous <laughs> dick destroyer. Fun fact about Ecuador is they have the world's most notorious dick destroyer. <laughs> what up, Lorena Bobbitt? Is she even still well, alive? Shout out to Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, she's still alive. Google it. She is. Um, she's still alive. Yeah, she's actually. Uh, she's married. I, I watched a documentary about her uh, on on Amazon called Lorena. Okay. So yeah, she's married. She's got kids, and she's only she hasn't cut any more penises off since 1993. So she's she she's doing well. Hasn't sliced a single schnitzel since '93. Not one. Not wow. one. Wow. Another fun fact about Ecuador, and this is this is absolutely amazing. You might think that the closest point on Earth to space would be Mount Everest, but guess what? You'd be wrong. The it's reason, in isn't it? it? You're close, but the oh, reason. Yes, sir. And the reason has to do with the fact that the Earth is not a perfect sphere, and because oh, of its is rotation, kind of on like the is Ecuador kind of on like one of the the titties of of Earth. It bulges slightly at the equator, and guess where the equator is? Where? Ecuador. Ecuador. Oh shit! Hence the name Ecuador. Oh, Ooh. I just learned. That's why they call it that. Fun facts. I didn't know that. Okay. We value education here at Camp Blood Radio. And this okay, is a okay. very important fun fact because how cool is that? The That's closest awesome. place to space on Earth. So actually Ecuador, th- this particular place is actually 1.5 miles higher than Mount Everest. Do you believe that? 
That is bananas. How? What's the name of this? Now, are we talking about the a place as a whole, or is it a mountain range? It's okay. So there's a there's a point in Ecuador. So is this this huge place that's above that far above sea level, or is there one point at the tip top of a mountain that is that high? So okay, so the okay mountain peaks are measured from sea level. Mount Everest, Mount Everest is considered higher because of the bulge in the Earth at the equator. Also means that the seas are higher too. So. Right. Because of its ro- the way, uh, what this is explaining is because of the Earth's rotation and the fact that the Earth is not a perfect sphere, it bulges slightly at the equator. That means that all things being equal, the equator is closer to space and farther from the center of Earth than anywhere else. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So the Earth is actually in reality kind of like egg shaped. I don't know if I'd say that, but it's not a perfect sphere, so take it how you want it. So, well, I mean, I mean, obviously, it's not, but but it's not visible with the naked eye from space. But it, like, its shape is more of that of an egg. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, I, I, I and this is, and, and this is this is another very fun fact: is Ecuador is the leading exporter of of bananas. Oh, that's fucking. That is. That's bananas. And we love dick shaped items here at Camp Blood Radio. We do. we do. We're so, like uh, Jonah Hill and Superbad. That's right. Kent has a giant lunch lunchbox full of full of dick pictures. Big old yeah. veiny triumphant bastards. I'm not allowed to eat. I literally have to had to stop eating dick shaped foods. And all the best kinds are dick shaped foods. All of them. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, other than that, those are pretty much the the most notable things. I mean, Ecuador doesn't seem to be a real. I don't want to say it's 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 not interesting at all, but it's it's obvious. There's a lot of nature there. There's a lot of scenery, um, but as far as like real notable facts, those are pretty much the dingers right there. So, a couple of fun facts about Ecuador. We appreciate the listeners in Ecuador, and we thank you for tuning in. Shout so, out to Lorena Bobbitt. Shout out to Lorena Bobbitt, arguably the most uh, popular person ever from Ecuador. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I'm going to say she definitely is. Real badass with a knife. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, A a real badass. So anytime you chop off a ding-dong, you're a badass. Yeah, and then drive. And then throw it out the fucking car window. Into some woods. Yeah, You know what's funny is, like, I remember it like it was yesterday seeing it on the news. Oh, it was the biggest thing in the world at that time. Like, I just felt so bad for John Bobbitt. Like, everybody, you know, like, I got the dick tick going on and, and all that. But can you imagine... Like just having a nub, not down having there taking, a dick. Just having like a little. <laughs> not having I mean, a dick to tick. Well, but I mean, it would kind of be like a. I mean, I guess I barely have a nub now. But can you imagine just having like a little bump with like a the ticks? Uh, yes, I can. I mean, worse than what it is now. Can you imagine what that would be like? <laughs> That'd be awful. I would just kill myself. I would. I would just fucking. I'd check out. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> You're not going to talk me off the ledge with that one. I'm going to jump fucking nub first right down to the fucking pavement. Because she did it to him while he was sleeping, right? So yeah. I would just wake up and look down and go, oh, well, I guess it's over. That's because it. Because now, I'm surprised he hadn't checked out. Because now, anywhere he goes, it's like, oh, you're the guy with the sewn-on wiener. Yeah, yeah. He became famous for that. Like, But I, I, I don't want to be that guy. He, I think he uh, even did porn. I think he even did pornos. He hey, did. It was called Frankenpenis. God. And then there was uh, one called John Bobbitt Uncut. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of creepy that you know this. I'm sorry, but it is. Not that you're not creepy anyway, but. I I mean, I watched that Amazon documentary. It's a four-part series. It's a total of like five hours of John and Lorena Bobbitt information. So I'm a, I'm a real, I'm a real, you know, workhorse of John and Lorena Bobbitt information. I know all about. And I'm all right with that because we value education. Yeah. So, and it also piqued my interest because it involves dicks. You know, that's a pretty pivotal point of the story. So anything dick shaped or real dicks. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Of course, I watched um, the documentary. Yeah, of course you did. <clears throat> and you know what? I'm going to watch it too because I don't. I'm still recovering from my uh, little incident. <clears throat> I still have a couple um, abrasions and bumps and things where I don't think I'm. I'm probably going to leave the house all week. I need to recover. So maybe I'll watch that documentary. It's so, really good. You should. It gets a little. Uh, 
gets a little social justice warrior about rape and stuff. Not that rape isn't an issue. It absolutely is. But like, we're here for the, the dick cutting. Yeah. You know, like, uh, can you imagine if that happened nowadays? Oh my God. That'd oh, be a whole dude. different story. Yeah. There'd be women. Feminists would be so fucking happy if that happened. now. And John Wayne Bobbitt, we need to, we need to clarify. We need to point. So John Wayne Bobbitt was, was a piece of shit and is a piece of shit. Right. Uh, so he deserved it. But, uh, yeah, if it happened now, there would just be pussy hats in the in the in the street hoisting signs up. They'd be so happy. They'd be so happy. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then and then John probably would not know how to identify himself either because his wiener's gone. And so then you know, know in the late nineties, he apparently he wasn't happy with it getting cut off the first time. They reattached it. Everything worked good. In the nineties, in the late nineties, they did a, an enlargement surgery on it. Howard Stern paid for a dick enlargement. He he volunteered for that. Howard Stern paid for it, and they fucked his dick up again. Oh, and uh, it made it You're all. You're gonna ruin the out. fucking documentary for me, goddammit! <laughs> Shout out to Howard Stern, though. I wonder if he'd pay for us for dick enlargements. Oh, fuck Howard Stern. He's a liberal. Yeah. But if he, turn. well, if he wanted to fucking pay for my wiener adjustment, I'd let him. Yeah, <laughs> he might do it. I mean, I just <laughs> just gonna throw that out <laughs> there. John Stern. Wayne Bobbitt's experience. I wouldn't. I would not get a dick enlargement. Yeah, no, probably not. So. All right, uh, enough about wieners and all that. We uh, we appreciate you, Ecuador, and we'll tune in again. We do have more registered listens uh, from other countries that have that have shown up on the uh, the old the old uh, takes over the world map. But you'll have to wait for those because now <clears throat> we're going to go ahead and get on into the uh, the potato pancakes of the episode. And from now from every now and again, I hear I guess some chatter, if you will. Not very often, but usually people will like to banter about who won in Freddy versus Jason. Obviously, the famous fight scene at the end, and who was the actual winner. And we're gonna we're gonna discuss that. We're gonna we're gonna debate that because there's some people who say that Freddy won, and then of course, in yeah, my and opinion, we, uh, and anybody with a brain knows that it was Jason. Don't forget to like and share the show. Thanks for joining us. This has been Camp Blood Radio. Um, <laughs> right. I, I feel like it's that much that it's like anytime people try to have this conversation, it's like Jason won. Right? I, I mean I see the people arguing the the diehard Freddie fans, and I love Freddie too. And they're saying, Oh, Freddie won, Freddie won, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? You're wrong. You yeah, how, are wrong. How, how do you even have an argument? How do you have a leg? And it's this isn't because obviously we're big Jason fans, right? Uh it's just he was carrying the man's fucking head. He was carrying the head. He walked out on his own free will, carrying Freddie's fucking head. Winner, winner. I feel like the guy that still has his head attached to his body is going to automatically be declared the winner. I agree. I mean, it's not a split decision. It is a winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Chicken um, dinner. Uh, now, I recall reading, I believe it was in Crystal Lake Memories, or maybe I didn't even read it in that. Maybe I'm making this up. I'm sure you would know the answer. You're more knowledgeable on the franchise than I am. Uh, it seems like I remember reading somewhere that originally the plan was uh, they were going to shoot two separate endings, right? One ending where Jason won, one ending where Freddie won, and then air them randomly in theaters. So you, you didn't know which ending you were going to get when you went to see it. Well... I, I'm not even worried about that. I'm worried about what we see on the screen. You're so, worried about the finished product. The finished product. I don't give a shit about shoulda, coulda, woulda. It is what did we see? And what we saw is Big J. And like you said, it's not even about being a bigger Friday fan. It's about just uh, unobjective uh, facts. I mean, we're, let's just go on the record here. We're just talking about facts. So yeah. the last time I checked, anyone who walks around with another person's head wins right in yeah. mortal Kombat, in the fucking video game when you fucking rip a guy's head off and it's dangling his fucking spine who is the winner even if the guy's head is still winking at you even if it's still winking just because it's winking doesn't mean that you won you no. know how like uh you know how sometimes well i can okay here's a good example look in the fucking look at the fucking war movies when the guy gets his fuck a guy standing there shooting a fucking machine gun and he gets his arm shot off and the arm is laying on the ground but the gun's still firing like the yeah. finger's still moving the trigger yeah. the nerves and blah 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 
So guess what? I get it that Freddie winked. I get it, but you lost. He's got nothing else to fight with unless he's going to fucking lick him to death. Like, what, what is he? Well, I mean, okay, so what's his corpse? Is, is his carcass going to come running out of the wall, running out of Camp Crystal Lake like a chicken with its head cut off? And he, is that what's going to happen? No. Like with, you know, another thing I hadn't really, I, I guess I hadn't really given this a lot of thought. So Freddie is human when he gets pulled out of the dream world into the real world, right? That's, well, what, okay. that's what we've been led to believe. Well, here's another thing, because I don't want to forget this because it's fucking hilarious now that I think about it. Can you imagine Freddie's corpse running out of Camp Crystal Lake, one-armed, running around trying to pimp slap Jason with the other hand with no head because Jason's holding it. So you have like this funny looking body with one arm. Like, can you, does that not even seem slightly and Jason's funny? Jason's not even about? in the area anymore. He, he's back in Crystal Lake. <laughs> <laughs> he's back. He's back at camp. And this Freddie, this Freddie being is just running around the shore, just swinging around fucking aimlessly with one arm falling down repeatedly because he's off balance he does, he has no head so his equilibrium's way the fuck off and his balance <laughs> is gonna be squirrels. off yeah he's just he's just flailing around you know like like michael myers in part two when he starts swinging the knife around because he can't see imagine yeah, yeah. if he didn't have a head and only had one arm that's what you'd be getting yeah is him yeah. just him just like slapping trying like anything that he can grasp on like and there's nothing there so he's running into trees he falls down because his balance is fucked up and imagine how funny that would be just forever (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i think about that that's just something that that people get warned about when they go camping they're like if you see a body uh (laughs) like it's been out there for 37 years it just runs around in the woods it's swinging around just try to avoid it right Uh, can you (laughs) it can't see you so can you you, okay but think about this think about this okay so you and I are, are sitting, we're there, we're, we're, we're at Camp Crystal Lake, right? And we're, we're, uh, indulging in, uh, in, a, in adult beverages and party favors <clears throat> and we're just having a good old time. Right. And all of a sudden here comes, we hear this noise, this, this, this clacking around noise, uh, twigs breaking and footsteps, but there's really no rhyme or reason to it. And it sounds very odd. And we look up and we see this bloody red and green striped uh, shirt and uh, torso body with the one arm um, doing like the windmill at us with one arm. Can you imagine but the one arm windmill? Even, it's not even bloody because that happened, you know, 11 <laughs> years ago. So it's just raggedy and, and damp and mildewy. And it's like, oh, here comes that fucking body again. Falls down and then jumps up and runs off back into the woods. <laughs> Just this, just this ferocious, just smells like a sack of burnt assholes. Just what the fuck is that? Here comes the one armed fucking windmill running into everything, trying to slap at us. And it don't even have the glove on the one hand. So that's not any big deal. So we basically just start, uh, you know, shoving it around like pinball. Oh, God, yeah, it's not even the gloved hand, is it? No, it's not. It's just some asshole running around throwing hay at you. <laughs> I'll tell you when I've had enough. I oh, thought this man. was America. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here comes the one-armed windmill, the fucking red and green one-armed windmill. But can you imagine like how many people he would straight wreck that didn't even see that coming? Oh yeah. Like just... what what were okay, let's say we're standing there like fishing, and all of a sudden you just get fucking whack-a-mold in the back of the head by fucking one-armed windmill Freddy, and you turn around and you see this fucking headless one-armed fuck fucking coming right back at you for some more what do you do even funnier because it's not robert england isn't big enough to knock you out so like you're just like oh god damn it what What the fuck was that and then it just stumbles around on the dock for a minute and then falls in the water thrashes (laughs) around in the water makes it to the bank and runs off into the woods like fucking bitch and you've got (laughs) (laughs) and then you don't hear anything out of him for you know till who knows when because seven more years (laughs) right exactly so (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Just I think the best thing that you can do. Shit on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty okay. But here's the thing: pretty soon his clothes would would be deteriorated, so he'd be a naked fucking one armed. Yeah, you belt. just got this little rotten, burnt dick swinging around while he's. 
His boots just, would stay on though because they're leather. Oh my god! Have boots on. What I here's what I think would have to happen in order to like save time. Like you, you don't want to deal with with uh, one arm dingling. We would fucking we would fucking heave him into the fucking water, and then he would sink because he can't swim with one arm. Oh, that's a good so point. Then, yeah. it, right, so he would he would fall down to the bottom, and then he'd have to fucking walk his way out up onto uh up onto shore, but he can't see and he doesn't know which direction he's going. Yeah, but so he's he, just he, down there fucking up the marine life. He's just punching bluegills <laughs> in the face. And... <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. So he's down there on the bottom of the lake, just roaming around for who knows six or seven years because he didn't know which direction he was going. So he keeps roaming around the deepest part of the lake, and then finally, six or seven years later, he makes it back out of the water and he's up in camp again. You just got to do it again. Just and, just, and then the cycle. Seven years, it's just, uh, oh, we got to take Freddie back out there to the middle of the lake. <laughs> we got it. Every, yeah, every six years you see people fucking heaving him off the dock. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a normal thing there. Oh, oh God yeah. damn it. That body's back. Oh, we got to take. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is, that is just fucking too much. I mean, but he could he could get some people though. I mean, imagine if he fucking fell into your tent when you were sleeping, just falls right on the tent and starts. That'd be horrifying because it's still wearing boots, but it ain't got no other clothes on. No, and it's just burn up. Fucking looks like a a fucking burnt hot dog with one arm just fucking going to town on you. It's swinging. Oh man. <laughs> and listen, uh, I'm you know right in front of me right now, in front of my uh, hanging above my computer is a big frame, nice autograph uh, of Nightmare on Elm Street you know, thing, a uh, little, little display thing I have. We love, we love Nightmare on Elm Street, but you, you, you can't let your love for something overrule logic. If you, if, if Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, if they went into the ring and, and fell through the ring and the crowd couldn't see them for a minute. And then Floyd Mayweather came out carrying Conor McGregor's head. Floyd Mayweather won that fight. Like even, even, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no right. matter, because they always try to use the argument like, well, Freddie really fucked him up like before he got beheaded. It doesn't matter who wa- who who walked away. That's right. Who walked away right. from? <clears throat> yeah. So here's the thing about the fight, too. And, okay, yeah, Freddie's stabbing the shit out of him. I get it. But it's so comedic and so fucking funny because it's it reminds me of the Adams family when they have that when they have that school play. And they fucking get the limbs hacked off and the blood starts spraying out like a fucking garden hose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fucking Pugsley. Yeah. And, and I mean, the blood. So, and it's, it's like, they remind me of the Adams family. That's how fucking hilarious the fight scene is to me. That whole movie is fucking true. So, yeah, over the top. <laughs> I know you hate it. Fuck I, you, I Ronnie, know. You I know, but. Fucking shit, Ronnie, you. Goddamn. Fucking Ronnie, you fucking dickhead oh, he, um, and then he ruined child's play too he, he's ruined everything fucking Carl. Oh. so we have the comedic aspect the cartoony aspect of the uh the adams family fight scene if you want to call it that <clears throat> so the uh but i'm right there with you i mean there's just there's no way i don't see how you can justify saying freddie won i'll listen to your argument if you have one look jason lost wrong. Jason lost four fingers, right? Freddie yeah. lost his body. <laughs> well, yeah, he pretty much did. Like, Jason walked away. Jason walked away with four. You can still do 95% of jobs out there with, with six fingers. Actually, you know, he, st- he and he lost them. He didn't even lose, lose them at the, at, the, at, the, at the hand, right? He lost them at like this between the first and second knuckle. If my mind is, if memory serves. Yeah, he like lost him at the first knock, I guess. Yeah, so he still had like 30, 50% of those fingers, right? I mean, he could he could shoot you the wink and the gun. Yeah, yeah. Jason could still get employed at, at like between 75 and 90% of businesses. There is yeah. nowhere. There is no employer right now out there. Well, and you, you can't discriminate against the handicapped. That, I know, but look, there's no employer, and you can look on Craigslist. There's no employer that is seeking the employment of a head right or a naked burn up one-armed windmill no <laughs> what what job is he the wwf do? like <laughs> the only thing he could do is wave traffic on 
That's it. And even then, so, he ends up getting hit because he doesn't know where it's at. He's Well, somebody would have to stand there with him, and when they want traffic to flow, then they would just tap him on uh tap him on his on his bad side and then he'd windmill the other side yeah (laughs) but how do you because that's all he can do is windmill but i don't think he would even really know when to do it because he doesn't have a head and so you can't like tell him jason's got the head in his shack back at crystal lake and it's just jason's little little fuck bitch right well i mean you can imagine what that's like i mean it has a mouth yeah jason gets back to the shack pulls the teeth out with a pair of pliers and then just uses it as he pleases. Yep, it's just his own his own little um it's not his own pocket um it's not his own pocket version because but you can't really fit a, a head in your pants pocket. So he just goes to town on in the cabin on that thing. Yeah. But Freddie won. Right? But Freddie won, won. But you're getting face fucked back in Jason's shack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean if you call that winning I don't know. I don't call that you winning. You call that winning. I need to, I, I'm excited to run into you. Right. So we, we need to have an IPA and uh, we need to talk. Just hang out. Right. Yeah. We definitely want to hear your theories on that. If, uh, if you, if you think that getting face fucked in Jason's cabin and running around like a one-armed burn up windmill is winning, then enlighten us, please. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And I, and I, I offer anybody to, to, offer a rhetoric to this logic. Like, please explain to us how Freddie won at the end of Freddie versus Jason. Uh, I'm genuinely curious as to a legitimate response. Well, I'm trying to think of some of the comments or theories that I've heard or seen from, um, you know, the, the book of faces. And I can't even really remember what anyone said because it probably was, it was probably nothing more than what the Michael Myers clowns, how they try to, um, you know, spear that Michael Myers is, is the best of all time and blah, blah, blah. The Myers, you know what I'm talking about. Even though he's the most boring of all time. Right. But he's the best for whatever reason. So it's probably like the Myers, the diehard Myers fans, but defending Freddie, that's what it would be like. Yeah, and and it's not like you know, like we said earlier. I know. Look, I know that we do a Friday the Thirteenth podcast. I know this is a Friday Thirteenth. Out of the water, holding Jason's head. I think it's safe to say me and you both would be like, Freddie definitely won that fight, right? This has nothing to do with us being huge Friday the Thirteenth fans. I, I mean, like I said, no, it has nothing to do with being a bigger fan of said franchise. And I think that's what they're doing. I think that's all it is. It's they're 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 not Mount M Street fans. And they they don't want to admit to themselves that that Freddie is a fuck toy now. Yeah, it's almost like you know, uh, no, you're wrong, Colonel Sanders. You are That's, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mama's well, Mama's wrong. No, you're wrong, Colonel Sanders. That's that's <laughs> basically are, y'all, y'all wrong, Mama. Right. Yeah, that's basically what I hear from those Freddie fans that say Freddie won. That's what I hear. That's what my brain hears. And just to clarify, you were making a Waterboy reference there, right? I was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. <sighs> so, yeah, I think we've uh, established that the winner goes to Big J with the KO. Uh, I, I don't think there's any argument to it, but, hey, if you want to argue or um, converse like adults, a dispute like adults, then we will hear your arguments. So let us know what you think about that. And any more on that subject? No, no. I think that's case closed. KO. Yeah. And it would have been interesting. And I'm 90% sure that that, I think I read that in the Crystal Lake Memories book, but I know that they, I think that they were originally uh, planning to shoot two separate endings, one where Jason won, one where Freddie won. And then, and then, you know, when you went and seen it in theaters, you got the ending randomly. So if you saw the one ending, then you'd have to pay again. It was essentially a money, money gimmick, right? So if you saw the one ending and you were a Jason fan and it was Freddy that won, you'd have to go watch it a second time. Really smart from a marketing point of view, if you think about it, because then you're you're getting two views out of a lot of people as opposed to just the one ticket. Uh, I wish they I kind of wish they would have done that. That would have been cool. I just buy what I see on screen. I don't I don't pay any attention to the what ifs or the deleted scenes or the alternate endings or blah, blah, blah. What we see on the official cut, that's what I'm taking. And, and that's Jason one. Yep. And my take, or I should say our take, is Jason wins by knockout. No debate. 
So, like I said, if you want to uh, banter with us about that topic, feel free to hit us up. And uh, anything else you want to add before we uh, shut this shit down? No, man, I'm ready to start throwing down some Bud Lots. So let's 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 wrap it up here. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Camp Blood Radio. So please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Also check us out on Facebook and, of course, Instagram. And please leave us a review there. We would definitely appreciate it. And I appreciate a couple of you that did leave some recent reviews uh, on iTunes and also on Facebook. And like I said, we are on Spotify now. So feel free to check us out there. And, of course, we'll be uh, posting content to YouTube Maybe this weekend, if not, there'll be some up uh, definitely by next week. So uh, hit that like button and subscribe. We appreciate it. We'll also make some posts on the page, too, just reminding people that we're in a couple different new places. And if you have any other uh, questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions, feel free to drop us a line. Unless you're Mark Teffner. Keep your mouth shut, bitch.